Oh wow, this is this is, like a, this is like official. I just had a slight spike in adrenaline. Mm. There's like wipes and stuff, dude. Oh, dude, you <laughs> should see the back end of this thing. George Lucas is is just like, oh yeah, I really like that. I really <laughs> like those wipes. <laughs> That's what we try to do in episode two, but, uh... Michael Bay's like, can we get some lens flare in there? Yeah. No, that's, that's Abrams. That's dude. JJ, yeah. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. JJ. Yeah. Michael yeah. Michael, can we get some explosions, explosions. in the back? Yeah, yeah. Michael Bay's yeah. like, Michael... explosions and the golden hour. <laughs> yeah, my, Michael Bay's like, explosions and I, I, I need the lowest, lowest common denominator humor as, as possible <laughs> in my movie. <laughs> You get Hot Abrams woman leaning over get... car hood. Massive lips. <laughs> ambulance. She's Am- got to work on the ambulance. Forecast episode 148. Forecast, a bi-weekly podcast streamed on Thursdays, released on YouTube and podcast on Fridays. We're a community of people who have explored and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash horizon FB, or you can come hang out on our Discord channel, or you can check out our website, weirdhorizon.com, where we have a ton of original content for you to browse through. In fact, if you want to go watch something cool, Discord and Signal, we're on book three of First AP. Very excited. Uh, we got a, we got a new character about to join us, so that's that's fun. We're very excited about that. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. <laughs> I am Aaron, joined by a couple of additional peeps. Caleb, that's me. Alex, hey, hello. Chad, what I do. Owen, hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. And Frank, greetings, programs. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, all right. So, are like you and the macro machine, uh, micro machine guy, like best friends, or you just practice talking really fast on that stuff? I I just practice talking really fast all the time. I just say you're the doing, same thing every week. You're doing great. He's, every other he's week. He's been saying the, yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's how long have we done the podcast now? Like, I mean, so, six years. So, so slightly off topic, but in regards to uh, discussions or Already. arguments with your wife, like how quick do those go by? Like, is that just <laughs> in a blink? Yeah. Uh... You just like, you're like, and... <laughs> and then you're sleeping uh... on the couch for a few days. Yeah, exactly. Off the top. Let's talk about a couple things real quick. Number one, most importantly, uh, a big group of us are participating in extra life United this week. Uh, yeah, this we next are. week, I guess. If you get a chance, come watch. Uh, I think we'll be streaming things. I don't know. We haven't really talked about it, but we are participating to try and raise some extra money for Extra Life at the end of the year when we do our 24-hour stream. We're going to be playing some Pokemon Unite. We're going to be playing some, maybe some Halo Infinite. Kind of depends. Some Mario Kart. I will definitely Uh, be doing some Halo Infinite. Some Fall Guys. And then I think a few of us are going to participate in the mouse pad design. Alex, are you you going to design something? I don't know about that. I'm not a designer. (laughs) So make sure you check that out. That's happening on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. That is the 13th and 14th, I think. 
so tune in for that. We'll be we'll be online. Also, our segment, real quick, Alex, are you going to do the list this week? Yeah. Or do, or do you want me to do it? You want to you want to do an Aaron segment, I, but do the list yourself? I refuse to allow <laughs> Alex to do a list when his is just a moment of silence. Um, oh, that's true. All right, listen, I'll do the list. Didn't I his start the list stuff terrible, before list Aaron? I don't think so. And then Aaron stole it as his. I'm pretty segment. sure. I'm pretty sure one time you said, honestly, guys, didn't I start the podcast before Aaron? <laughs> no. And I then we all had to that. remind you that you weren't on the first episode? <laughs> technically, I was, Checkmate. Though. Yeah, yeah, oh, technically first you episode, were. Huh? All right. The first one never went out. I was on the first one that went out. And then the one when the first one actually did go out, I recorded on the extra outro or intro or something like that. Oh, yeah, I fact this that. is correct. Stuff, Aaron, this is correct. It was so technically I'm in. It was like it was like it was like uh, acting 101 with Alex and Chad when we were trying to get that nailed down. Whew! <laughs> Boys, we need to work on your stage presence. I will turn this bus around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about IGN's recently published list. Pixar movies, worst to best. Real quick, oh, we're just talking the moms. They did all twenty-five, on, right? We're talking all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just all so twenty-five just, of them. It's um, the twenty-fifth film just came out, so they they ranked the twenty-five. It's been almost twenty-five years since they started making movies. Twenty-five, top twenty-five for twenty-five films in twenty-five years. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Im- importantly, they put Cars Three as last place. Wait, I Thank thought God. you weren't gonna <laughs> do fair. this list, and I was gonna do it. Are you no, doing it? You, no, you established he was doing the list. All right, do the list, Alex. You got we it. Did, I believe we did literally say I was going to do it. it. Send it. <laughs> Send it. Cars three, number twenty-five. Yeah. Number twenty-four. We don't really have to cover the entire list. Cars two, twenty-four. Like those no, are just, obviously no, just, yeah. not great. Just go. Just go. <laughs> Finding Dory, Monsters University, The Good Dinosaur, which I didn't even realize was a Pixar movie. Honestly, yeah, okay. I don't know what that is. I was going to say yeah. a lot of these are sequels thus far, and rightfully yeah. so in the bottom of yeah. all of them. Brave. Brave is at nineteen. That's, that's very low for Brave. That, that is Brave low seems for Brave. low at Brave twenty. Is below Cars, huh? Brave is below Cars. Below Cars, the first a lot Cars. Of Scottish racists out there. First Cars is yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, but first Brave's cars better. is pretty solid. Brave yeah. is clearly better. Directly than the first better. Yeah. Okay, 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 we're digressing. Keep okay, going. You guys I'm about are, to be I'm about you to guys are, upset are, by yeah, you're well, you're not gonna like the list, I think, in general, which is why I wanted to bring it up. Anyway, <laughs> eighteen is onward. What that low? Okay. That's Come on. dumb. That's keep going. Yeah. Movie. Uh Turning Red, that's the one that just came out, right? It's at yeah, seventeen yeah, on this yeah, list. Yep, keep yep, going. I haven't seen that one yet. Luca. Soul at fifteen. Incredibles two at fourteen. I think that's Interesting like, Incredibles 2 got that high. That's yep. fitting, I guess. Um, I mean, Incredibles is a solid franchise. They, the f- they do a good job franchise? with Franchise? There's two. And Brave there's above there's Incredibles two. There's two, I think. <laughs> like, the massive Incredibles Brave franchise. above Incredibles 2, okay. I think so. Good call. Okay, Bugs Life 13. What about that oh, one? Oh, wow. Did you say <laughs> That's an old movie. What? <laughs> That's like one of their worst, is better probably. better than half of the movies that are already said. <laughs> so, Did I just say uh, Bugs I liked it. Not watched it, but dang. Oh boy, Toy Story four at twelve. Thirteen, <laughs> which, yeah, sure. which means the top twelve, four of them are Toy Story. Yeah, Ratatouille's <laughs> at eleven. Right. I think that okay. should be higher. Rat- I like Ratatouille a lot. Ratatouille's P tight. Don't yeah. like rats though. <laughs> Toy Story two at ten. Okay, mm. top ten for Toy Story two. I don't Toy know about Story that. Toy Story two, I feel like should be lower. 
Up at nine. Like lower or higher? Up at nine. No, like like it should be worse. It should be ranked farther down the list. Oh, no, do you think, dude. Up, do you think up up's is, better or worse than where it's at? Incredible better. Up, yeah, it's up it's super good. Uh, up yeah. is better than what? Up yeah, is at number nine. At number nine? Yeah. Fuck right? this list, dude. <laughs> this Finding Nemo at number eight. Finding Nemo, okay. solid movie. Yeah, it's good. I love Finding Nemo, man. I think it's I think it's top tier. Solid movie. I mean, you're in the top excellent. ten of Pixar movies, so I feel like top I know, ten Pixar it's, is it's like already difficult. good. Yeah. All right, Monsters Inc. at seven. What do you think about that one? Higher. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it, Monsters Inc. That, I like that Monsters Inc. so much. Is, is like really tight. Seven. I think it should be top five at least. I don't know. There's yeah. there's some others on here that are way lower than of, they should be. So when I think of yeah. like the greatest Pixar movies of all time, I, th- I think of like Toy Story and Monsters Inc. and Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. I think. And Incredibles, maybe. Mm-hmm. Incredibles, Coco, definitely at tough. six. Coco is pretty good. Seen it. Yeah, Coco. Is that the yeah. one with the bird? Uh, Coco the is the one with like the uh, Dio de los Muertos stuff. Yeah. Oh, exactly. that one, that yeah. one, that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably would put that lower though. Yeah. Wow. Just me. I don't know. Inside Out at five. Inside Out is very good. In my it's opinion, good, I love Inside Out. It is really top good. Five, top five? Yeah, mm. I, I would have said top no, ten, top not top five. five. Toy Story at four. Didn't crack top three. Honestly, I'm upset. honestly Toy yeah. Story should probably be number one. Yo, that movie looks like garbage. It, it doesn't matter. It like literally it changed everything. It was just it's Yeah, for the worst. Do you see what the movie industry is like these days? <laughs> yeah. That's probably true. Uh, number three is Wally. Wow. Excellent movie. Yeah. Excellent. Wally, dude. Yep. Okay. I love right. that. Toy Story 3 is at number two, which I. Why? Excuse me. I'm upset about. No. Why? Dude, then, that, like, Toy Story 3 was like the Oscar bait of the Toy Story movies. Was that the one that had the, like, bear who was, like, a yeah. villain? Yep, and I hated and they, that one. They all held hands when they were about to get incinerated, and it yeah. fucking made you cry. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no, it didn't make me cry. Well, you're soulless. <laughs> no, I cry at a lot of movies. I, I, I feel like it is good. I would not have put it in top five. I would no. have put it like eight, eight or nine. I wouldn't put it like above Toy Story even, one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, certainly. No. No. Toy Story no. one, I think, is or or crazy Toy talk. Story two. Uh, the Incredibles is know. the number one best Pixar movie, apparently. Yep, oh. agreed. I mean, that one's fine. I'm excited. That's it's, it's really good. That's I think really that's good. okay to be number one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't probably put it number one, but I don't like this list. again. This is why I do not like ranked lists <laughs> of anything because it's like once you get to top five or top three or whatever mandatory length of list you get. It starts to get to the point where you're like, I, I really can't, like, I can't put one over the other because they're different. Yeah. They're yeah. different movies. Frank, I should have, I wish you were on that one podcast where I found a top 10 list of top 10 lists. Mm. That, that was an excellent list. Loved it. That could have gone deep. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to what have you been playing lately? Uh, Alex, we're going to start with you right off the top. Oh, okay. Um, Right off the bat, I'll just talk about this little experimental game that came out on Steam. It's called The One Who Pulls Out the Sword Will Be Crowned King. Um, it's like a five-minute game experience, essentially. Or I guess mm-hmm. depends on like how hard it is at this point. The, the experimental hard, part is every time somebody that plays the game pulls the sword out of the stone, it gets harder to pull the sword out of the stone. 
So there is a weight value and a length value to the sword that yeah, go up. What's the pull mechanic? Is it just mashing a button? No, it is you click and hold your mouse on the sword and you drag up. <laughs> and if your mouse goes off of the sword at any point, you drop it. Yeah, so you have to like m- make sure that you're very carefully only lifting vertically mm-hmm. because the sword's <laughs> not that thick. So the trick is, <laughs> what is you, thick, you assign your joystick <laughs> to be directly up on the mouse and you just click and hold and then you push up on the joystick and it just pulls it straight up. Wow. <laughs> that's so cheap. Nice. Wow. Is that how you did it? Uh, that's how I did the normal version, yeah. Not the Physics version. major, everybody. Physics yeah. major. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when it first launched, I got in quick. There's a difficulty rating on the main menu that'll tell you like how difficult it is to pull. And it was only like 60 when I pulled it, and it wasn't that hard, and I did it the proper way with the mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back later and did it when it was at like, you know, 6,000 difficulty rating. And I did it with the controller because you can turn you know, Steam controller support on and tell it to only move the mouse vertically. So like Caleb was talking about. Mm-hmm. And you can just you, straight pull that sword out. No problem. Do you, do you know what it's at right now? Uh, I just checked. It was like 6,000 something. Um, okay. At one point it did hit 10,000, which I think is the max value actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it, it'll slowly decrease if nobody pulls it out over time. So oh, it's kind of cool. wanes back and forth. Uh, the important fun. part about this game is is when you pull the sword out, there is a wildly over-engineered animation of you being crowned king. Like, yeah. like you pull the sword out, and then you turn around, and there's two guards, and they have like a chariot for you, and you get in, and then you get pulled through the castle like town grounds, and everybody's cheering, and there's like confetti. And then the you go meet the king, and he passes his crown to you, and then they execute the old king right in front oh, of you. Man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you walk Damn. into the castle, Damn. and like the um, your steam avatar is used as like a portrait in the castle, and they take down the old one. They're putting up yours, hmm. and then you marry like the princess, I guess. And then you guys rush up to the balcony, and you get to wave to all your people, and then you dive off of the balcony and crowd surf through the town and then the credits roll that's awesome ridiculous (laughs) and tell and tell me if i'm wrong but the entire game is focused on just like basically a clearing amongst trees with a big stone and a sword sitting in the middle and that is Mm -hmm. it that's it you pour the sword out until you pour the sword out and then you get to do all that (laughs) That and the song is a banger too (laughs) it's so good slaps yeah so that, that was an interesting little game. You can go try to get your achievements. The only people that'll get the achievements are the ones that managed to pull the sword out. The way you've so. described the game, it, it makes me think back to when dad used to play golf and he, on, on the computer and he'd have yeah. like the notepad or, or like the custom made. Oh, yeah. Long, I actually tried that a little like, bit. Thing next to his mouse to where he could like oh, make sure yeah. he doesn't <laughs> cut it. I actually <laughs> well, tried, I tried that, that but... My mouse is like shaped to where it goes to the side if you put it flush against a flat edge. Right. So it doesn't work. What? Like the there's like the curve of the mouse oh. like causes it to not go straight up and down when you put it against a flat edge. Yeah, How does literally mouse is that? everybody have this. Is this all glorious? 
I think everybody has a glory. So this, this, that's, this that's the D I though, right? Is, yeah, this is a model. There you go. The model right D. There you go. Owen. Frank's got a D. Caleb, can... we got a D. Nah. Oh. Any, anybody oh. want to pull? Owen with a Corsair. My Looks glorious like Corsair. D from yeah. the stone. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> have a wireless. It's weight ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> right, Corsair ten thousand. The other thing I played is I finished the rest of Tunic, and then I also finished the true ending of Tunic. Mm. Yeah. And I want to talk about some things in Tunic. Let's talk about Tunic. Uh, first of all, the... I Okay, so I want to describe... I think there's three levels of puzzle in Tunic, right? There's, like, the puzzles you have to solve to finish the, the first ending of the game that are, like, pretty much required. Then there's, like, the puzzles that you have to solve to be able to get the true ending of the game, which are, like... A little bit more in depth, but solvable with the information it gives you in the game, and like really well done and really satisfying to complete them. And then I think there's a third level of puzzle, which is like insane people on the internet will go try to dig in and discover the yep. answers to those puzzles. Yeah. Right. And you just look up their progress and you go, "Huh, that's that's really cool." <laughs> Every once in a while, because. There's no way you would ever solve it yourself. It's it's crazy, crazy stuff. So I think the first two levels of puzzle are excellent. And also the final puzzle to get the true ending is like one of the best like video game puzzles, period, probably. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's very super good. good. Uh, I will mention I 100% of the game and goaded uh, Owen into finishing the puzzles because they were so good. And then he was streaming, finishing them, <laughs> and he was just using guides like openly. <laughs> To yeah. fi find and solve all the puzzles. Yeah, just looking up the answers, and I was like, "This, you're the worst. You're the worst person." <laughs> because really. some of them were things that I was like, "Okay, I know what to do. I'm just too lazy to do it." Because I understood it was it was things of just like, "Okay, watch this night, and he's gonna do a pattern, and then whatever that pattern is of how it moves is the way that you do the puzzle." And I was like, "I know this." But instead of waiting two minutes and writing down all of the different directions, I was just like, I've got the answer right here. So I just Fuck tab that. over and then just was like, click, 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 done. We can go any, now. Any video game that requires me to like write stuff down justifies the notepad that I have right next to my desk. Tunic mm -hmm. is definitely a yeah, game you should play a, then because there is so much yeah. stuff you can benefit from writing down in that game. There's there's a lot of stuff. And I don't I I, I don't hate those puzzles i think that they're great i think that they're good i i, I have no shade for them i was talking to alex and there are oh, a couple there's of all ones. his notebook stuff wow yeah, yeah. One, dude that's one of two pages of tunic is man. that a map good lord <laughs> the hell was that dude that looked like like a video game clue that's yeah there was spoilers if you there's there it, is so there is a couple that i was just like look i i i don't think that they are good puzzles, and I was very upset with them. And even Alex, like, <laughs> yelling at me about them, I was like, "Dude, I have to look this up." Like, fuck this. Uh, so, no, that 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 takes away from the satisfaction once you solve it within yourself. There yeah. is no way I was going to solve the fucking chime puzzle by myself. I yeah. just wasn't oh, that attitude. Uh, that's not that bad. Chime puzzle that attitude. No, because I was overthinking it. Because every like I was trying to figure out like the the note 
to like the the play the chime as if it was an instrument and then play the chime in a way to make it copy what was going on it was too much i was i was <laughs> overthinking i was way overthinking what needed to be done on that puzzle i want to talk so i mentioned the three levels of puzzle that i think there are in the game i want to talk about the third levels of puzzles because yeah. i don't I don't find them to be spoilers if I talk about them because you're never going to solve them yourself. <laughs> yep. And yep. they also don't necessarily I mean, relate just... to the puzzles in the game that are solvable. It's just like community level puzzle solving. It is like ARG yeah. level stuff. Like most yeah. of it's outside the game. It's like, it's like when people solve the last dirt puzzle where they went and dug up that box and then, you know what I'm talking about? And then in a hundred years, they'll meet some guy, guy underneath the <laughs> Eiffel Tower in Paris. Have you, you ever heard of this? Like, the racing game? I don't, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Hold like on. dirt? I'll look it up. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Okay. I'll look it up. So there's a couple of cool things. So first of all, there's like this runic language throughout the game, which when you first look at it, you're probably like, oh, it's just like flavor. It like adds to like the style of the game. No, that's a that's a translatable language, which people have broken. Which I've I have I have looked at how to do that and it makes no fucking sense to me. I have it's tried very so complex. hard. Yeah. So there's there's runes and That's why and it's like a, is a profession. <laughs> it's like a hexa a hexagon kind of with lines in the middle and the outside of the hexagon forms vowel sounds and the inside of it forms consonants and the right side is left empty in case you need to connect it to other uh like sounds to form a word and you can read that and decrypt the in-game manual right there's some cool things that you get from that you get some like cool story stuff uh interestingly the back page has a sticker that has some text around it and that tells you a location in the game to go uh input a code at and it gives you a chest that gives you one rupee if you do that it's like a troll chest so you do all, all that work and it's like nothing um, what a kick in the dick. So yeah. if you collect all the treasure in the game, you can get to this special tower that has a bunch of runes around it. And if you decrypt another part of the book and read a puzzle, it'll tell you how to do an input combination to make the tower say a certain thing. And then you decrypt that and it gives you a web address to go to. And the web address takes you to this video of like this creepy uh like cthulhu looking monster thing and alex it's making has, some sound alex has now gone out of the game and is now in the r yeah. the arg end of this shit which i'm just is insane to me so the the website seemingly it's called uh do you fear the uh, eyes of the far shore.co and seemingly it's just that looping video with like some sound. But if you go into the source code, you can pull the video and the audio out as an MP3. It's just called a.mp3. If you look at the details of the MP3 in the comments, it just says thanks for playing, which is kind of nice. Huh. Um, if you take that and put it into a spectrogram analyzer, mm -hmm. you can you can do some transformations and mess with it to where the audio source actually spells out more runes what the fuck yep. yeah and then you decrypt the runes and it says we are the eyes of the far shore people don't really know what we're doing with that yet 
and and this is this is why I say like there are there is I would argue that there is four puzzles. There are there's like three <laughs> like level three is like the puzzles that have stuff to do in game. Like hey, you're never gonna figure this out, but like the community figured it out and here's how you solve this but it gives you something in game and then there's like the ARG which is level 4 and Alex is deep into that end of it now yeah so the other crazy thing which blows my mind even more is that all, all aside you can use the spectrogram with the runes and then relate that somehow to the tones that are played in the audio and there's a second language in the game that is a musical language. And so there's a bunch of sounds in game that do ascending and descending tones that you can then take and then convert using the information that they got from this MP3 into English language. See, this is how the hit blockbuster film Prometheus started. <laughs> <laughs> so people are now assuming that Kunik, the title of the game, is actually a clue in itself that there is a musical language because there is a runic language and there is a tunic language and oh. people are calling the written language trunic now as a as a shorthand and the musical language is called tunic with an e in the in in the middle so t-u-n-e um all the fairies wild. in the game, when you re when you release the fairies, the fairies are like hidden and like puzzle bound and stuff like that. They make like a special sound. They all say something to you, actually, if you translate it. And it's oh usually like it's usually like things that don't matter. Like, thank you, Fox. I'll s Bye, Fox. Thanks for helping. Or, you know, something like <laughs> that. Something cute. But then some of them are like saying things mysterious that they haven't cracked really yet. Like one of them says more here and we're like, okay, so is there something about this room that is to do with the ARG, that kind of thing. Um, and then also I just wanted to mention some of the stuff that the community's done. Somebody wrote a program to convert uh Trunic to English. You can just enter English and it'll, oh it'll like, <laughs> or enter uh, like English language and it'll just convert it to the runes. Somebody, um, so the glyph tower, all the runes are in 3D and you can like walk around and circle and they kind of rotate. And they were thinking like maybe something to do with that would be part of a puzzle. So somebody wrote a program to like generate runes on the fly and be able to manipulate them in 3D space because they didn't have a good way to do that outside the game. And it's, it's just getting wild. Also, um, one of my favorite puzzles in the game will let you get to an area you can't get to normally, right? And I won't mention like how to do that or where it is, but once you're there, you seemingly are only there for one reason, to solve the puzzle that you're trying to solve. But there is a uh, note in the book that will tell you how to spawn certain items in the game. And if you spawn a firebomb while you're there and kill yourself with it, you load into a separate world, which is like a dev slash demo area that has like old art and like monsters that were never used in the final game and like a bunch of weird stuff. And people are wondering if there's like more puzzles hidden in that area. Oh my God. It's okay, so, so just, cool. What is this game? It's just <laughs> just so roll much. back for a second on, on ARGs. The one I was thinking of was the trials evolution ARG from 2013 
that they finally solved the last component of in 2017, which is that there were five keys buried in boxes in various cities. They still haven't found the fifth, but San Francisco, Bath, Helsinki, and Sydney. And that one of those keys can yeah. open a locked box underneath the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower in the year 2113. Wait, Why? Bath, where? In the UK. Why uh, trials? That's not a know. very big game to <laughs> be associating know. this with. It is one of the most complicated ARGs ever created. And like people like dug up grave sites to find these boxes. It was nuts. Yo, exhumation is a federal crime. You can't be doing <laughs> that shit. Oh, Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that back up because I mentioned the thing about dirt. I was wrong. Trials evolution. So, yeah. mm. I will say if, if you're a big fan of all the puddles and tunic, and that's your favorite part of the game, Fez is also a great game dealing with a lot of very meta yeah. puzzles. Full Metal Fury is also feels kind of similar. Yeah, and that's co-op, the puzzles in it so. too. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, let's move on to you. What have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of stuff lately since I finished Elden Ring. Yay! I hate uh, wait, there's you the finished Elden Ring? Elden Ring? Yeah. yeah, you know how many yeah, freaking yeah. hours this guy has in I'm Elden Ring? about that, guys. Gallon's gone. That's, that's Your notebook makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Let me just uh, check recent stats. Mm. So, I got 149 hours lately. Week. <laughs> got a PS5 late, recently, so that's, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I picked up Returnal. I've been playing Returnal. It's a third-person roguelike game. You probably heard about it because uh, it's made a lot of waves last year in the Game Awards and stuff. Yeah. And it is pretty solid. It is a lot of fun to play. The action's really enjoyable. It's really fast-paced. And it's got a weird Lovecraftian story going on in it. <gasps> and it is, it is very interesting. They also use... There's a bunch of things on PS5 with the controller that you can do that are like really special. And one of the things it uses is uh, there's a haptic triggers that they stop you at a certain point and make it harder to push the trigger. And the game uses it really well, where if you just aim halfway, where it stops you naturally, it's just a normal aim. But if you pull all the way, it's like the alt fire for the weapon. And it huh. just feels really good to use. Dude, s- controllers are a, un- a soulfully unutilized portion of, of game design. It seems like PS5's figuring some of it out. I think Jake was wanting to talk about something uh, they're well, doing with the PS5. Like, like that one, but infamous, not here. How is he? Infamous <laughs> yeah. Second Son that came out on PlayStation Four. It was a really small uh, detail, but since you know it had uh, uh, six axis as well as a speaker built into the controller, uh, and your character d- it started with a D. I can't remember. Um, was like a punk he would he would tag stuff with like spray paint so you had to like take the controller hold it sideways oh hold it sideways sideways in your hand like this i'm demonstrating with a with a <laughs> dual shock 4 for those uh just listening with their ears not with their eyes <laughs> hold it sideways and you had to literally shake it and it would make like it had the little <laughs> roller ball in it and it would just be like and then you'd pull the trigger and just be like, Shh. wow, that's really cool. To like spray paint stuff, and I was like, I was like, you know, like for all the dumb like mini map stuff, so that 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 was a cool thing. So it's I'm, gimmicky, I'm glad but to hear. That, yeah, no, I mean it's it it changes things up. 
Yeah, so if you manage to get a PS5, definitely check out Returnal. It is a lot of fun. Uh, on PC, I've been playing some other stuff. I've been playing this game called Patrick's Parabox puzzle game. Uh, it's mostly about, you know, your normal moving boxes around puzzles, putting them in the right spot, move on mm. to the next level. But a lot of the boxes, if you shove them up against a wall, you can move into them if they have an opening, and there will be puzzles within that box that you got to solve and then leave to solve the big puzzle. And it goes oh. kind of on and on with that Parabox. Parabox puzzle. Yeah. Puzzleception. Oh, yeah, I get it. It, uh, it like gets paradox. Some yep. pretty crazy ideas with huh. moving boxes around and pushing boxes inside of other boxes and etc. It's it's really cool. What level of ARG is involved in this puzzle game? <laughs> as far as I'm aware, not. But I haven't beaten it yet, so who knows? Uh, I've also been playing another roguelike game called Forward Escape the Fold. Pretty simple little game. You're just a little card. You got three choices on where to move. You can either fight a monster or pick up a shield, etc. And you're kind of just moving through upwards through this dungeon, um, picking up various objects. Uh, there's a, some weird mechanics to it where some characters can only move diagonally or some characters can move along the same level. But otherwise, you're like constantly moving forward and kind of hard to explain. There's not, there's not an enormous amount of depth to it. Like you can't make insane builds that just pop kind off. Kind of sounds like dive kick. <laughs> what? Not quite like dive kick, I'd say. Okay. <laughs> uh, another roguelike game I've been playing is Downfall. It's actually a Slay the Spire mod that was given a full Steam page. If you like Slay the Spire, it's basically Slay the Spire 2. They had a fourth character that you can play all the way through. And they had a second mode where you play as the bosses you beat when you're the heroes. Ooh. And you're, like, defending it. But there's, like, seven new characters that more or less play in the same way. There's a lot of flips on a, the main kind of themes and main characters and such. Uh, but more or less plays the same. But it is really solid. Plays a lot like the base game. Strongly advise you check that out if you like Slay the Spire. And the last thing is actually just a demo. This game called Nine Souls. No U in Souls. Where you play as a little... Is he a fox? What is he, Alex? He's like a cat. Like a cat? Like a yeah. cat samurai. Man. Oh. It's, it kind of feels like if they had taken Sekiro and put it in 2D. Mm -hmm. Because it's very focused around parrying. And pairing builds up a resource that you can use to attach these explosive tags to people and blow them up. Why would anyone want to amputate a cat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I really enjoyed it. It is a lot of fun. It's very Soulsy combat. It's Dash and pairing. It's like, kind of like a Soul nice. and Sanctuary kind of deal. Yeah. I would say a little more fast paced. Yeah. Okay. A little more smooth. Mm -hmm. Like Salt and Sanctuary, if they're emulating Sekiro instead of Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good explanation of it. Boom. I think a, a couple of us have played it. I think Alex beat the demo as well. It's not terribly long, like an hour, maybe. So it's beat the it's boss challenge thing. Salt and Sekiro? <laughs> salt and Sekiro. <laughs> salt and Sekiro, there you go. There you go. But a little Salt or Souls died style. twice. The pairing feels super good. It does. And it's like not 
impossible to hit a parry, like unlike freaking Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you've been spoiled. Demon Souls. <laughs> Go back and play it. Try and try and do them parries <laughs> at 30 we did frames discuss, per second. We did discuss two weeks ago that Demon Souls was the Dark Souls of Souls games. Mm. It's true. <laughs> and I beat that game. Complicated. It's the only Souls game I've ever beat. Really? Yep. That's enough uh, if you haven't played Bloodborne. Uh, well, that's not a Souls game. Oh, that's a Souls game. Get out of here. Ah, uh, that's Souls game for children. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Uh, I've only played two games. I'll just quick mention here. I'm still just powering through Elden Ring. I say powering through like it's a grind. It is definitely not. I enjoy every single minute. I can't put it down. I can't play anything else. It's almost depressing how much I, I can't play anything else. You guys told me about this demo. It's an hour long. I'm like, anytime I'm not playing this or the other game I'm going to mention in a minute, I, I can't, I'm, I'm doing something else. I'm not playing another game. Um, I am, again, yet, alone, yet again, blown away by every aspect of this game. I think it is incredible. People who have never played Souls-like games should just pick this up and play it and just walk past the Tree Sentinel and then just explore and have fun. It, The story is crazy. The... Threads that you can follow through this game are absolutely wild. I finally started picking up on a lot more of the storyline as I've been playing further. Um, I recently have descended the depths of the capital, which is a very interesting part of this game. So I'm very excited there. Uh, blown away. I've also been picking up a bunch of legendary weapons recently. So I've been carrying. I was carrying a um, a heavy axe for about 80 hours, 85 hours of this game. And I have finally changed to something else. Oh wow! Mm. So yep, I had now? to go. It's what tough, are you using isn't now? it? Uh, it is very tough to swap. But yeah. the legendary. The, the one thing I will say they did a good job of is they didn't put everything on the same upgrade level or or path. They have the whatever they're called, the other smithing stones, the somber. What are they somber, called? Yeah. Yep. Somber, somber smithing stones. stones that upgrade the legendary weapons. I think it's a great idea because then you can maintain your sort of path with your lower tier weapon, but also you can just go play legendary you know with legendary weapons i'm using the i'm not gonna say what i'm using i found it in a very tall tower at the bottom um rude yeah i'm not gonna say because it might be it might be a spoiler spoilers <laughs> um i again blown away by this game i have had i had a recent boss fight underground and it was one of the coolest experiences of my of my time gaming in my life that i can think of it was just wild <laughs> I was blown away. Absolutely what, blown in away. like the first five seconds? And you were like, well, there, there goes 17,000 souls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, did, I did actually lose 245,000 souls. Um, because Yikes. I launched the game at lunch one day. It might have been earlier this week. And I went to uh, fight the bell... Bell, uh, whatever the guy is that tries bell to get all the hunter. bell bearings from you. The bell bearing hunter. But I fought the one in Kalid. And he is... So freaking difficult. He is one of the hardest bosses I have fought yet. Who at lunch in like in the middle of the fucking work day is just like, hey, let's go fight a fucking Elden Ring boss real quick. Let's just Wait. knock that out. Well, I wasn't going to fight him. Here's the problem. I had been fighting him the night before. I fought him like 30 or 40 times. I don't even, it was way too more, way too many times. But I, I had a whole bunch of runes and I had not spent them. And I thought I'd pick them back up. So I went somewhere else and I died and I lost 245,000 runes. Yikes. So that was fun. One thing, anyway. one negative I'll say about Elden Ring while we're on it. 
Wow. Maybe temper your expectations for the ending because none of the endings are particularly great. I can tell you that the ending of Demon Souls. The 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 ending of Demon Souls was the most uh kind of lame boss fight in the entire game. The boss boss fight for the ending is good. I would feel like ending cinematics themselves leave a lot to be desired, I think. I don't care about <laughs> any sort of cryptic fucking poetry that anybody says in on. any of those games. I, I, honestly, I feel like the way this game plays out, because you're just like, you're getting stronger and you start dominating things and then you're just building your power. I mean, your goal is, everybody knows, your goal is to be the Elden Lord. At the end of the game, that's, that's the point of the game. And when you get there, I feel like once you've achieved that, it probably just sucks anyways, because what the heck are you going <laughs> to do afterwards? So I'm... I'm not going to be mad if it's like a really just poor ending. I think the journey's been just. Do you think they're intending to like release DLC that'll make it better? No. Does it feel like they've, that? No. They've released, they've released like DLC the the for game. almost every single Souls game. So. Oh, I have no doubt there'll be DLC. Yeah. I don't think it'll modify you don't, the You ending, don't think really. it'll bolster the end, like add on? No. Uh, I'm not saying the endings are necessarily bad. There's just they're very there's very little substance to them. Where where can I pay five dollars for horse armor? (laughs) (laughs) Also, they did did buff the horse healing items recently. I should mention um, if you get if you buy this game and expect to play it like a single player game where you have like I don't know twenty to thirty to forty hours of play time and finish it, you could maybe. I mean, (laughs) you like kind of semi speed run it. I From am ninety hours in. Yeah, if you're on speed, hours. I am ninety hours in, and there are still multiple areas of the map I have never been to that are still just like I don't understand. Not, I can't even see them. Like mo- vast majority of developers underestimate or like overestimate how long their game's going to be. Right? Yeah, like they'll say thirty hours, and it'll take like twenty-two. Rumsoft is no. very good at their own game. They say very 30 good. hours, dude, <laughs> for, to beat Elden Ring. I mean, you uh, could probably beat Elden Ring in 30 hours if you just streamlined the bosses. You didn't do any of the other like field bosses, nothing. You just went boss to also, boss to boss to boss to boss. Again, they, if you're like on point and cracked <laughs> out of your mind. Yeah. They also add different mechanics into this game to where I, I actually fully believe that you could do that. Like If you summon every boss and... You know, you you make sure that your runes are on with like the greater rune attached to you. Yeah. Um, your weapons are you. I mean, you take like two minutes to farm real quick, and you can surpass basically everything. Yeah. So I mean, there's also like they built in mechanics for you to fight bosses to make it way easier, which I think is unique. I don't. I've never played any other Dark Souls games, so maybe that exists in other Souls games, but in this one, to to assist you in that process, I was also gonna mention real quick from another game. That I did read recently that uh, somebody beat this game in a pacifist run where they didn't make a single attack, um, which I think is pretty incredible. Is that Iron Pineapple? I have no idea who did it. I just I just read that they had done it with Ashes. I'm, I'm subscribed to him or on, with whatever they're called uh, on oh, YouTube, and I saw the video popped ashes? up. Summoning Ashes. That's all he that used. Was summoning Ashes. Oh my God! He must have had so much FP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the mimic um, is actually overpowered, so it can take on if you fully well, upgrade it. It could take they on. They nerfed the, the mimic tier, right? It's still really even good. with the nerf. <laughs> is it? It's still insane. 
Like it was ridiculous before they nerfed it, but now it's still good. Still really good. Uh, my other game I played. We'll talk about this real quick. Uh, Alex and I both have been playing this with Derek, and that is Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. <laughs> For real, this uh, yeah, actually. Is that, is that the new game? They put out a new one? Is that Destiny 3? <laughs> yeah, so Destiny who 3, owns totally. Bungie now? Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft. This week. PlayStation. PlayStation um, owns them now. Again? Uh, <laughs> I, no. I, I will say I read some reviews before we played this game and multiple people said like this is what Destiny should have been all along like oh. Destiny 2 not original Destiny Destiny 2 <laughs> should have been all along Oh, and I, I will say with like the mechanics of what we're playing with here we're doing everything on Legendary for the campaign I think it feels way more rough way more complicated they're bringing mechanics that they have in raids that they don't normally have in just normal campaign that I think are very smart decisions the storyline is really unique. It really takes Destiny to kind of a new area. Um, because there's a new area they put in the game. I, I mean, like, it takes it to a different level. It's just a different, like, it, they, they've, they changed mechanics to make it feel different. Does it remove content? Did they involve anything this. for this I don't think season? They did. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they did. I mean, yeah, there's still, like, like, like two thirds of the game was still removed back Is when Vault they did that. Is Vault of Glass still a thing? Yeah, they they brought it back. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. let it pass. <laughs> um, yeah, I have been absolutely loving this expansion so far. It's I think the best uh, campaign, without a doubt. Um, most fun I've had in Destiny besides like raids, Ooh. essentially. This is like, uh, well, dungeons. I, I would say for me, it's like raids, dungeons, and then this campaign has just been... It's just, this campaign it's is like, well. like basically on that level of, of content, right? Because like every mission... Dungeons, Crucible, has Trials. <laughs> Not anymore, dude. For every me, mission has at least like one big like set piece battle that has a banner at the start, so you, you need to put your banner down to get your heavy and stuff back is super difficult we we have to run it like 20 times to get it right mm. um and some of them even have minor mechanics like not super puzzly mechanics like you'd see in a raid but like combat encounter mechanics like you there's a guy that's invulnerable until you go kill the three captains in in the area and then you come back and you damage phase the boss until he spawns three more like that sort of thing um and they're always like really well laid out arenas and they feel incredibly satisfying to to finish. The other day we finished one. Uh, you only have one revive per player, just like in raids. Mm. And Which is a good choice. We had used all of our revives. Aaron went down. We were uh, Our light was fading. And we managed to kill the boss when it was like literally zero and like fading out. Left. <laughs> it was gone. Like the timer was gone in the corner. And then it like stopped counting down at the last possible nanosecond. That feels good. And we succeeded. Yeah. It was great. Now, do Especially you guys when that understand why six <laughs> years ago <laughs> I was I was pushing forward the hails of this game? I understand. I do. I do. I thank you. I think Legendary like, difficulty is like really, really good though. It caps yeah, your light that, level also. Yeah. For each mission. Which ensures that you have like the same balance every time you do it. Mm -hmm. No matter if you've power leveled or what. It's sick. It's very good. It's very good. That's cool. Also, Void 3.0 is out, which mm. 
redoes the void class to be more like the stasis class. Yep. Aspects and fragments and stuff. A lot of build possibilities. Why uh, just void though? Because uh, they're still working on reworking the other two, I guess. Oh, just because like Titan hammers are just always going to be overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's like a lot of like uh, the armor stuff came out a long time ago. It's not part of this expansion, but armor 2.0. Yeah, I, I have dived a little <laughs> bit into like making builds with that stuff now and the stats and the armor matter. Caleb knows and what like, I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna say. And like applying uh, mods used to be like incredibly expensive because you would consume the mod and you'd have to reacquire it, and now it's Save. just like part of your inventory. And you can like mix and match builds all the time. It's great. Caleb, what uh, was I they added say? weapon weapon crafting. <laughs> that seems pretty cool so far. You gonna say it's like D one? Yeah, just like D one. <laughs> It's good. Um, go play it. If you, if you play Destiny haven't picked it up in a while, yes, this is a great extension to jump back in Destiny on. Definitely play Destiny 1. I agree. I think, yeah, <laughs> Destiny is in like, the best spot it's been it. since release, I think. I'm sure there are, because Destiny 2 wasn't Destiny 1, which is why people play oh, Destiny 1 no. still. I think this yeah. campaign is the first campaign that I would just go replay again. Yeah, it's very good. On Legendary difficulty? Definitely. Yeah. It's very good. Um... Let's move on because we're already an hour into this podcast. Chad, what have you been playing lately? <laughs> All right, so I don't know if you guys remember, I talked about this game when it was in like alpha or beta or, or something way back, like probably like last summer or something, something, something around there where I basically came out and said Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt was god awful. Mm -hmm. It is a BR. Um, it's It tries to do like a hyper skeepy kind of feel where you're you're moving really fast and, and you know, you're able to jump across rooftops and uh, well, climb hyperscape up walls like and... your favorite VR. <laughs> yeah, all-time favorite favorite VR. You know, um, I thought so... you. I thought it was actually. No, okay, so I say it sarcastically like that because it was until they killed until it. they uh, until they ruined yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like and now it's a joke. OG hyperscape, and my stream PC is actually crashing and dying. Anyways, um, <laughs> I jumped onto this game and I really just hated it. And I played uh, solos uh, back the first alpha, and I never really tried like squads or anything like that. Uh, probably should have noticed that I sh I should have played squads because there are three different classes, and that fills out the team very nicely. They only recently, and with this beta, came out with a fourth class, but it was d developed with the idea that you would probably choose one of each different type of character. Um, there's two, there's like two subclasses for each class, but uh, there is three classes basically that you get to choose from. Um, there's one where you uh, can jump really high and slam onto the ground, and it does some damage. Um, and those are your two like skills. There's one where you can go invisible uh, if you stand still. That's your passive, and then you can like sh shoot out um, some smoke stuff uh, to either track your enemies or it's like a poison that kind of damages your enemies. Um, then there's the uh, last class, which is um, a very movement-based class where you're uh, kind of able to throw out an image of yourself, and it goes pretty quickly, and that image kind of stays in the air for a second, and then you're able to teleport to it. Um, or there's a secondary one where you are able to kind of like heal your party and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, playing this with a squad was a blast. I actually really enjoyed uh, 
how you're able to heal like put like play off each other the, the healing is way too long for for solos the putting on shields and, and putting on the uh, drinking the blood bags and stuff like that way too long for solos in my opinion third parties hit you all the time uh but when you're playing in a squad you're able to rotate around and like make sure that you're like protecting your teammate when they need to heal um there's also different really cool mechanics uh to where you once you down an enemy, you actually pick them up and, and drink their blood, and that's part of uh, finishing them one, but also uh, he, you full heal at that point. Um, and you can't really do that in solos because of the third party, but in the trios, you're able to uh, do that really nicely. Like I said, play off your teammates. The weapons feel really nice after you get used to them. At first, they feel like they're just not hitting, but once you learn actually how to aim a little bit in that game and, and find your... Uh, the guns that Be you good. actually really enjoy. Um, maybe don't use an SMG from rooftop to rooftop. Get a little closer. Uh, the AK is kind of nuts. The revolver is one of the best guns in the game. It's basically Wingman or uh, Riot One 2.0. Uh, you know, those are the Apex and Hyperscape revolver, respectively. So it's a it's a cool game. I think it'd be cool to. I, I think it's coming out April twenty seventh. Um, it'd be cool to get a crew together to just kind of try it. Um, no builds in it. Don't like, you know, the Fortnite vibe, <laughs> but no, it's, it's a really cool, uh, paced game. The, the town kind of closes off different sectors instead of like this zone kind of crushing in on you. Um, yeah, that's all I got. You, you can, there's like a different mechanic also where you basically go around and you, uh, suck the blood of NPCs. Uh, which give you different buffs. Like one of them is you heal over time um, faster, uh, and then another one's like your cooldowns on your abilities are are faster. Uh, and mm -hmm. so you can like pick or choose three different, you know, buffs each game. Pretty cool. How does it compare to that um, vampire game that was four v four competitive? Uh, oh, that was based off Soul. Yeah, Nazgoth. So fucking good. Soul you know, Reaver. Yeah, I I don't want to sit here and say that it feels like Nazgoth because it doesn't. Um, but it is Goth third Nas. person. It is a third person shooter, so it, and it has the vibe vampires. of of Nazgoth. And there's a lot of vampires. Uh, Man, so. Nazgoth was just so good, and I miss it every day. Nazgoth, I think, was one of those games uh, that uh, may have adversely affected my uh, lifelong blood pressure. Uh, <laughs> Y'all. So I also played another game uh, called Nightfall, A Daring Journey. <laughs> uh, so this game was released on April 1st as Landfall's April Fool's game. And if you don't know who Landfall is, they are the ones that created like Cluster Truck, Tab G, so like totally accurate battlegrounds or any of the totally accurate uh, Oh, I things. love those. Yeah. yeah. So they came out with this game called Nightfall, which is a duo racing br yeah i i would say so basically you're okay. you start off with a horse and you and your partner get on the horse you're and a knight you, by the question, way question is the horse amazing yeah, yes it's absolutely okay, amazing cool. uh right. you are a knight with a revolver yes and you seems legit when you get on this horse uh, it the sign in front of you says um stay on the road Gets the rose, basically. So and fight players, um, and so basically you just take off on the horse <laughs> and start going down this windy road, 
and then you start realizing that you can drift on you can on, drift yeah roads 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 you can you can drift on the horse and the the more you drift uh it's kind of like mario kart where uh it, it gives you a better boost um, the longer you drift yeah the longer you drift the better the boost you get the towns you pick up weapons bandages bombs and stuff and then uh if if you're approaching the town it'll tell you if there's somebody in it or if it's quiet and then once you're in the town it'll tell you if knights are approaching you um and the whole thing is you're basically trying to hmm. fight your way to the castle to get a rose yeah. uh if it's nighttime you are too cold and you start to die so you need to get to a town and um, if you get too far away from your horse yep your teammate can leave you and kill you that way yep. uh, so, so don't do that yeah, it is a thanks, really, Jed. really cute, fun <laughs> game. Um, the, actually, I, the, the go ahead. The idea of providing the information on if players are coming or not is really interesting. Yeah, because yeah. like a lot of battle royale designs around like sneaking up on people. Yeah, it doesn't. But I don't think thing, it, the thing is is like. You are so static when you're in town as opposed to when you're on a horse, which is essentially moving at like Mach 5. Yeah. That yeah. you can you can just come in screaming. Yep. So But Chad was able to so so I was Chad second when we first played this game and he was able to get me to sign up for it by saying, "Yo, uh it's this like competitive game with uh horses that drift and you're a knight with a revolver." And I was like, a revolver. I'm in. <laughs> yep. Revolver. I'm a sucker for revolvers. <laughs> not not swords and spears and bow no. revolver. Oh, but revolver. you do get you do get a trumpet. You do oh, get yeah. a trumpet. You get a down trumpet. with a trumpet. Mm. You get a trumpet, a flag, uh, a map. Um The map is bomb. great. Yeah. The so, map is one of the most unique maps I've seen in a video game. They they actually updated it since we played last oh. i played it again um they made it to where like the, the sign i was talking about that used to be like white outline text like i there was nothing on that plaque right at the beginning when, when we started uh they actually added colorful text you can actually read it it'll tell you how to play the game pretty much um i think it was a glitch that it wasn't telling you how to play the game when you're on the horse and you press your map out down at the bottom left mini map pops out so you can actually see where you're going and like if you're getting to a town i actually fuck don't like that, that. Yeah, i actually that. really did enjoy when you didn't have the map pop out in the bottom and you had to be off your horse to look at the map because it, yeah. it brings it out like sea of thieves maps and, and you start like yeah your 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 cursor is your like finger and you have to like drag it across on the map on this like old burnt ass piece of paper i was probably gonna be like one person's driving the horse and the other person pulls out the map and has to navigate. That would be cool that too. It would, they it would hold be, a button, they nice. put the map in front of the person's face, <laughs> yeah, it's driving. Because right. the one thing that I will say is that whoever is the passenger on the horse doesn't really have a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... How long did they develop this, Chad? Uh, five weeks, I think they said. Yeah. Five, five weeks is six bucks to pick up now. Um... They, from what Frank said, they were just not going to develop it anymore. But I've seen so many things about how they're going to add custom keybinds. <clears throat> uh, they they already added some things to help out with the errors that were, were showing. In the up. message, it said like, "Don't expect new content unless yeah. people on the team are excited about the game." Yeah, so I guess I if people like it, care it is, about it, they're they're the, working on the, it. 
this game definitely seems like it may uh, garner a slight Twitch following. Yeah. F- at least for like a month. So mm-hmm. they're probably going to ride those. Uh, yeah, no pun intended, but, you know, mm-hmm. ride out that uh, that whole story. There was there's one thing I do want to note, too. At the very end, uh, when you're getting to the rose, there was a weird kind of overhang on the top of it. Kind of oh it kind of just looked like a gondola. Um, and you were able to drift just properly to shoot the horse up, and then you could jump off and be on that top. That was a fluke, right? That was a fluke. <laughs> that was a fluke. That was not designed to happen. It was not designed to happen, no. But getting back to there the next time that I played, they added another tier on top of it to where you can't do that as well anymore. Ah. Uh, and they also, uh, something Frank and I discovered is if you drift the horse into town and leave it drifting and jump off, <laughs> your horse will just sit there spinning and drifting to where you could just jump back on it and it'll just shoot off. They, yeah, took, like they already 10. took that out of the game. Oh, that was so funny. And it, it, they just took it out of the game. Dude, I that feel shit like... was strategic. I don't care. Yeah who you is one of the times uh we did that and i was in the middle of a fight and i was like the horse pointed towards the back of the town we were at the front of the town and i jumped on the horse it took off i jumped off shot the dude i was like oh <laughs> this is amazing yeah but no, yeah. i took that out of the game there is not a lot to the game but it's <laughs> it's it's different enough entertaining enough the matches are short enough that it's it's cool also quickest game i've ever seen launch in my life it is so quick just like ready to go you like hit the play button on steam and it was ready even before you hit the button our <laughs> our matchmaking wasn't the greatest like it, it, there was some oh, yes. airing out it's happening. a little broke it's so little broke. usually in most games like after a couple times of crashing <laughs> like that since you have to close the game down open it get in the party it's just like all right we're done this one is just like, oh, guess we're restarting. Alt F4, load it back up. It's like we just kind of clicked back to the main menu. That's about it. But yeah, it's a it's a fun game. Six six dollars. It's a must. It's a must play. It's a, it's a landfall classic. Wow. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but it's recommended. Highly recommended. Must play. I like the must give it play a, give, route. Give it a shot. Play. Mm-hmm. It's six dollars. Yeah. You start rating every game we talk about with a like pass, uh, classic. Oh, and it's fine, and like must play. <laughs> Why is everybody roasting me on the it's fine? Can, uh, can <laughs> really can... say it that often? Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> I mean, there, there's also there's also a uh, uh, Frank rating of thirty minutes in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love I, I asked that question three. and you guys all say yes and my girlfriend just leans into my field of view and just starts shaking her head because <laughs> <laughs> like even even at work people are just like oh how'd you like the movie and then they look at me and they go it's fine that's awesome hilarious speaking of you Owen what have you been playing lately? Uh, so I've been playing a little bit of Tunic. I also picked up this uh, game called uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga because I was like, you know what? I want to play some Lego Star Wars. Really, I wanted to play a Star Wars game. I like the Lego games. Uh, we talked about them last podcast, so it convinced me to play it. So I was like, uh, so so I was like, hey, this seems like uh, this seems like a fun thing. Uh, so I've been playing that a little bit. 
And uh, I've been having a good time with it. Honestly, it's been fine. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. Oh. Which movie did you start with? Uh, I started with episode one. Mm. Because I, I felt like that's the correct order to go in. Is like, watch order. I would not say this, but game wise, I feel like I was like, well, it's the Skywalker saga. Let me start with one and I'll go through all nine because you can start either at one four or uh seven and so i started at one and i'm almost on episode two now i've put like five hours into it thus far i still need to put some more time in um i will say it was very daunting when there because like you know there's always like the hidden bricks or whatever and so i was like okay cool i found like a hidden brick and i got it and then it was like one of 1,166. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Just everything about that, I was like, oh, motherfucker. There's so <laughs> to, much here. Time to uh, whip out your handy-dandy guide and find everyone. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Gosh. I, don't, I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't think I have the patience enough to go through a guide or try to figure out all of those. I was like, I'm just going to play it. Uh, luckily, there's like a lot of things that like if you like destroy an asteroid in space, it gives you like ten, and I'm like, all right, so this isn't that bad. But like, it still was just a daunting number to throw at you at starting, and I was like, well, this is gonna be a long grind. Uh, <laughs> you, you use those bricks to, um, yeah, uh, you use those bricks to uh level up both the class of character and also um just like kind of some general level up uh gear ups of like you can pick up studs from farther distances or you can see more hidden things from farther away uh which i like that i wish they could change the opacity on it though because like i'm on one side of the map now and i just see like this big ass circle telling me that there's a hidden object over there and i'm just like okay but i'm not over there and now I just have this giant ring on my screen uh, until I go deal with it. So I kind of wish that I could adjust the opacity a little bit uh, of those rings. But otherwise, yeah, I'm I'm digging it. Uh, and I would say the other thing that I am uh, upset by is that there's voice acting in the game now. Mm. And I don't like that. Uh, so Chris don't Pratt. like that. I well because the the uh the funny part of the old ones was that you could um the 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 funny part of the old ones was that they told the story without having any words like the entire I am your father moment is Darth Vader holding up a picture and like pointing at it aggressively <laughs> and like that's hmm. funny there's like it gets the point across uh with with being like you know pantomiming and being funny and kind of having a, a uh uh oh god what's what's the fucking guy's name that I'm thinking of with the um James Earl Jones no uh <laughs> with the mustache and he does the the roll dance with the forks um, Gallagher no uh black and white films god damn it oh Buster Keaton. Uh, uh, he's Charlie like Buster Chaplin. Keaton. Charlie Chaplin. There we go. Mm. Uh, it was the it was the, the um uh yeah it, it very Charlie Chaplin uh as uh so that was kind of nice um 
I, I, I just that's that's the kind of the thing that I, I, I miss. Um, Apparently, in the yeah. extras menu, there is an option called mumble mode. Oh, nice! That will convert it to the old that style. Just no voice acting brings all the Star Wars characters into yeah, the mumble channel. But I don't. <laughs> I, a I, lot of people on a mumble channel. Luke yeah. Skywalker <laughs> entered channel. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just I I I feel like the cutscenes aren't that funny because of the fact that there's voiceover, and so even if you switch it to mumble mode, what is that really gonna do? But how's um, the Billy D. Williams impression? Oh, I haven't gotten to Billy D. Williams, so I don't know. It just replaces. So it's not. It's not as cool as I thought it was. It just replaces the voice acting with like the mumble stuff and then has subtitles and they don't change oh. the cutscenes to like do the acting out stuff like you were talking about. Yeah. And mm. so that's it's still the same cutscene. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking is like if it's still the same cutscene, like who the I, I don't know. It, it, I feel like then <laughs> you're really then you're really cutting yourself short on both ends of you don't have the the pantomime jokes and now yeah. you can't hear the voiceover work, which like I don't know. Some of it is kind of funny, I guess. <laughs> like there's, there's a uh, one of the the Padme people is like a guy in a beard with a high pitched voice, and he's like, "No, I'm Queen Amidala," and like, it's a cheap laugh. Uh, and I'd like, laugh, I, probably. Well, yeah, too. And I feel like I would have laughed more just seeing like that person like in the the dress or something like show up at some point and been like ah ha ha that's funny um but yeah so it's a game it's there uh i'm having a good time with it i'm playing it through uh all on my twitch channel so by all means nice. check out swiftwing 201 and you can pick up on episode two currently and see all of that stuff um nice yeah frank last one up here or is he gone did he disappear? He's there. Look at him. There he is. Uh, I had to get old one with the boys. Uh, today's video game endorsements are brought to you by uh, as many. Hazy Beer Hug. Uh, yeah, by Hazy Beer Hug, which is a hazy IPA uh, from Goose Island Beer Co., who have brought such uh, you know fragrant and phantasmagorical um, alcoholic beverages such as um, other ones. <laughs> um it's it's uh it's it's 6.8 percent it's it's got a very nice picture of a bear on it um oh it's it's uh very bear good hug, uh, bear hug i guess uh -huh. <laughs> um i'm picking up on all the jokes today yeah yeah laying them down um so since uh since the last time i've been on the podcast i've, I've played a couple games uh Just a few. i yeah, just a few. I, I laid out a couple. I'm not going to dive too deep into many. Uh, but the first one that I want to touch on that I I fell down a deep dive hole mm -hmm. uh, over kind of Christmas break and everything was uh, a game called Satisfactory, mm. uh, which is from Coffee Stain Studios or Productions. One of those. They're, they're the guys that made um, Goat Simulator and uh, a couple other, couple other kind of... Uh, I guess you could say like cult classic games. Um, Satisfactory is essentially like uh, a 3D equivalent of Factorio, where it's a continually uh, more complex and uh, more demanding uh, way of automating a crafting game. 
so being with uh, my profession and everything like that, I dove right down the rabbit hole. Um, I have a an entire notebook dedicated. I don't have it right here, else I would uh, I would show the the uh, video listeners. But I I have about sixty pages of efficiencies and diagrams and uh, different types of outputs and designs. Um, the game's uh, incredible. If you are someone who loves efficiency, uh. And who is also lazy enough to the point that they wish to design something so complex that they never have to lift a hand ever again. Um, it's also multiplayer. Unfortunately, I never played it with multiplayer, uh, but I felt I feel like if I did play with multiplayer, I would probably go insane because people would be changing things and my mm-hmm. efficiency would go down. But yeah, um, the uh, the next game uh, that I played was the DLC for Risk of Rain Two. Uh, which just came out in March, uh, added uh, two new classes to the game, um, and a whole slew of items, as well as some levels, etc. Still a solid game, uh, even with... I feel like the content is a little light for a game that is over a year old. Uh, they They qualified it as an expansion, and I call an expansion... Uh, I, I base that off of, you know, Diablo 2 Lords of Destruction, which is ah. an entire other campaign, mm-hmm. uh, or a StarCraft Brood War, which is an expansion, um, not DLC. Uh, so I felt that it was a little light, but it added a lot to the game, added more boss fights, more secrets, more items. Uh, and, and I mean, overall, I still didn't have any issues with uh, Risk Rain 2 played, so... Um, Highly recommend if you haven't if you haven't picked it up. It is a absolutely wonderful game. It's one of those games uh, which I don't often play that don't require much uh, thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a good uh, it's a good kind of you know shoot the shit kind of game. Um, next one that I was playing uh, goes into the realm of virtual reality, uh, which is a game called After the Fall. Uh, the way that I would describe it is uh, Left 4 Dead in virtual reality. Essentially, yeah. Hmm. That sounds fun. And uh, that's, yeah, no, that it, that's about it. I mean, it sounds really simplistic, but I do think that it makes horde mode gameplay um, just slightly more meaningful where you're getting swarmed and all these people are like moving towards you and you can actually like see them they're 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 in front of you also uh when you're just like doming a whole bunch of people and and going john wick on all these weird ice zombies uh you feel very good um alex many times was like what the heck dude and i was like i don't know i'm 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 like I'm just cresting right now. Like I, I, I can just see the code. I don't have to look. I just shoot and yeah. And uh, it's good when you can get the feel down because aiming down sights and in VR is not the best experience. Yeah. Once you get like the feel of the gun and you can aim it just by pointing, a lot better. And the, and the one thing that I will say that uh, for a VR game, one detail that they did have is that they have. Uh, 
They have easy reloading and hard reloading. Uh, there is no game benefit uh, to either, except for the easy mode is essentially like you hit a button and it's just like the old arcade games with uh, light guns where you, you move it to the bottom of the screen, or in this case in VR, your chest, and the gun is reloaded and you're good to go. Whereas like hard Lame. is is you drop the clip and then you have to reach into your chest chest with your other hand, you pull it out, you pop it in, you rack the slide, and then and then you're cool. you're you're ready to go. And it, it it adds just a little bit of that like dexterity. As a as a dexterous human being as I am, I, I appreciate that extra challenge in being able to nail that stuff. It's also um, like people are getting close to you and you run out of ammo. It's it's bad. Yeah, because you, because you're, because you're like Cause you gotta try to figure out how to reload that gun fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's why making it muscle memory is uh, is really good. Uh, it's, it's cool four stuff. Pl- it's it's four players. Uh, it's solid. Um, it, it's solid net code. There's there's some level progression. Some like uh, pretty good boss stuff. Boss, yeah, boss that one fights. boss we fought was hard. Yeah, that that boss fight was very interesting. Um, very but very difficult. Mostly I, I just beat, like the Left 4 Dead, like started a location, get to a safe room, sort of yeah. setup. Yep, yep. Teleport style movement or uh, either you can do either. Yeah, yeah. You can do they the have stick they or teleport. Have teleport dash whatever you want. Um, so that supports four players. I'd be I'd be keen. Uh, to find out what it's like with four real players to see, um, you know what what that game can do. We um, try it sometime. Next no. uh, next one that I tried uh, goes back to the realm of uh, thirty minutes in and out, uh, which is called <laughs> a game called Ready or Not. Um, this game is in uh, early access. The cop. Um, yes, yep. it is. It, yes, the 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 police simulator <laughs> uh essentially the the spiritual successor to uh the SWAT games from uh back in the days of Windows 98 and Windows XP um it is re- a relatively slow uh game and yet still chaotic it's slow till it's not and then it's and then it, and then it's on <laughs> chaos um I think uh I think it, this game is uh really great. I think it's 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 neat that it is it is as Caleb has said a high like when it turns on it is a fast-paced game. Uh but on on the whole you're supposed to approach it kind of slowly, take your time, uh look at targets. You're essentially a a, a police officer in the uh American Police Department. I don't know which state, but Take your pick. Um, where you know you have to apprehend suspects, you have to tell people to get down, you have to tell people that you're police before you start shooting. Alex. <laughs> um, and I, I usually told him. <laughs> no, no, that is that is not <laughs> the case. Uh, but it was a, it was it was a great uh, social experiment. And it was interesting to see that all of us, none of us, none of us should be police officers without further training. Uh, last of all, having, you know, over 500 hours in Arma, uh, I've, I have done some urban clearing. 
And I was also slightly tilted by by the level of sort of, I don't know, uniform kind of focus as as far as breaching a room. There was one guy in a room one time that had, I think, four doors. And uh, all five of us went into the room. And uh, all five but one, which was me, was just looking at the guy that was kneeling on the floor complying. And it was like, look at the other doors. And then lo and behold, they like two of them kicked in and like half of us got annihilated. So uh, definitely, definitely neat game. Good sound design. Um, recommend it if you're into that sort of simulator deal. Um, and then the last that I had on there uh, is, is another sort of battle royale game. Uh, called Hunt Showdown. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, but they got an event going on. I recently dove back into it. Um, it's, a, it's a battle royale sent in the uh, Louisiana Bayou in the 1860s. Uh, pretty much right after the Civil War. Uh, where some strange disease has gotten out and turned all these people into into zombies. So it's a PvEVP game. Uh, but what I find most interesting about it, and I think uh, a thing that is underutilized in a lot of competitive games, at least not as a focus, is audio. Um, mm. That game is very audio-focused. Uh, you know, every move you make, every step you take, I'll be watching. Every move you make. Yeah, that's the mm. one. Um, where, uh, you can very much play your entire game and determine players' positions just by sound. Uh, and so I, I really appreciate that. And I also just think that that's what make that, makes that game a little unique outside of its setting. Um, so I just, I just want to kind of like throw that out there. Cool. Like most BRs, the audio is designed to where you can hear footsteps, but like the sound design in that game is incredible. Yeah. You can you can determine uh a lot in that game. Even if you're wearing a blindfold, like you can be like, I got two zombies over to my left. There's a player walking across water about two hundred meters to my right. <laughs> there was a gunshot, and that gunshot sounded about four hundred meters away, and the monster that I need to hunt down and kill is uh like in two houses down. It's like it's just so good. Game's also just really a solid solidly built game. It's very yes. fun. Yes, it is built on the Crisis engine. Um so it looks very very good. Um and the uh it's slow paced but fast and how I mean by slow paced in that you're dealing with weaponry from the 1860s. So it's a lot of manual reloading. It's a lot of it's a lot of cocking of hammers and and racking of levers and pumping of pumps. So oh, when you're pumping and you're pumping and you're pumping, <laughs> dude, you start going deaf. There's oh, actually man. like that the the sound just starts closing on you and you just can't hear anything. Great. Yep. Oh, let's move on and talk. In. 
about a uh, few things in games realm. We're already super far into this podcast, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shorten this, these up, boys. Uh-huh. Hopefully, we can keep under this two-hour mark. Uh, let's talk about a few games. First and foremost, we're playing Pokemon Unite during our uh, Extra Life United mm-hmm. uh, tournament time. There will be a group of five of us playing. Classic. We haven't played this game in a while, but we all picked it up for some practice because we needed it. What was it 273 days, I think Scrubs. it said, when we came back in? It's the first yeah. time I played it. Yeah, but you're just naturally good at video games. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I only had like 199 days. Caleb's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. It's kind of weird. Thanks. Um, <laughs> game still really, it, it performs well. If Aside from the menu issues and navigating uh, the game until you get <laughs> in the game, it yeah. is so it's, awful. It's, it's very fun to play. Uh, so 5v5 MOBA, essentially, and there's basically two lanes in a jungle. You play as a bunch of Pokemon. They've been releasing new new Pokemon ever since they launched the game. I think they actually just re- released a new one, or they're about yep. to. About to. Is that ice cream cone in it? Not yet. Oh. Trash. After you got um, off, Aaron. I know install. what you're talking about, though. One, one out of five. After you got off, we were just in Mumble, just casually chatting. I spent probably a good 10, 15 minutes. It was just it was a going solid through. 15. It was a solid and clearing 15. and collecting all of the red dots all over the menus. It took me <laughs> a solid 10, 15 minutes so to actually claim and everything and all the menus in that game. It was ridiculous. And then we were just chatting. And at some point I was like, okay, I just have to let you guys know. I've been claiming my stuff the entire time we've been talking. And I've <laughs> just now finally got rid of all the red dots. Can you can are so when you say red dots, you mean that, uh, hey, this is something new. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's like there's like a red dot on a menu item that's like, hey, there's something for you to claim or some new thing in this menu that you need to look some, at. There really needs to be an option for people that are like, hey, we got a codex in our game. It's like, fuck off. It's, yeah. it's just it's just so, like a mute button. It's so amazing how there's like 18 different menus in menus. Like the UI of that game is just yeah, awful poor. until you get into a game, and then it's just like, wow, this is simplistic and a lot of fun. It not not only is it awful, but it runs really poorly in in the yeah, menu screens. Menus, yeah, but the then menus takes seconds like, to load between screens. That's that's great. Also, in the menus, you can't use touch controls, so you got to scroll from one <laughs> menu to the next to get to the things you want to play. Usually, it's like halfway down, and each one has to load. When you move, there's literally one of the claim screens that that brought up said touch the screen to the close on it, Mm. and you can't. You can because it's released also on mobile. Freaking Chad! (laughs) (laughs) You can really tell. Chad Chad is like, you will love me whether you want to or not. (laughs) He's like, y'all talking about Pokemon? I'm your Pokemon, motherfucker. (laughs) You can really tell that there was two teams that designed that game: the UI team, and then. Yeah, the, the actual the gameplay game developers. Team. Yeah, the UI gameplay. team was like all interns. It sounds like I think our uh, our team comp, our, our team comp is doing pretty well, at least versus mm-hmm. people that we were playing at random, not tournament people necessarily. But we've been yep. having pretty good success. Hopefully, we'll mm-hmm. do we'll place well in the tournament. Well, tournament tournament make some uh, money. Uh, I was going to say tur- tournament signups is is over, right? We can see who we're actually going against. And last we checked, there was only four teams, including us. I think signups I'm, are open to like the twelfth or something. Oh, right? maybe it's just twelfth. I'm sorry. Yo, how's Mudkip? Not in. Uh, not in the game. <laughs> Why the they fuck just, are we they talking just added about it then? Azumarill today, so we'll have to check that out and see what is what's that? going on. Yeah. <laughs> 
There are currently squirrels in there. There are currently five and they teams didn't in our bracket. Mudkip? Wow, five teams. Five teams. And we have a bye for round one. So we'll be in the yes. semifinals automatically. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's nice. why you sign up early, boys. Uh, and how much are you guys going to raise for this event? Well, it depends on what we win. I mean, the, the winnings are actually pretty big. Uh, yeah. 4K is first place. 4K is first place, but we don't know since there's not going to be, what is it? Because they, they pay out all the way to 32 or 16 or something like that. And 16, there's not, yeah, 16. And there's not 16 teams. So the question is, are they going to take that money and consolidate it and move it up to the other people that are playing? Or are they going to break it down that like first place is the MVP on the winning team and then second, pl you know, and like second could, place is somebody definitely... else on the winning team and. I could at least see them just keeping the same rewards, and then yeah. the, they just put the rest into the charity pool, anyways. Yeah. So uh, we'll. I mean, we'll there's see five teams right now, and yeah. we got a buy. Get a buy. So we're guaranteed at least twelve hundred dollars, I guess. Just, just for signing up. up. Just, just <laughs> for showing yeah, up, buddy. <laughs> just Let's for go. showing up. Fuck yeah. Oh man. Since we're hey, on we'll the topic some of, that. of uh, the tournaments, I did tell two of my buddies that are both Onyx to sign up underneath the horizon and for the tournament. So Hell yeah. Nice. Heck yeah. So if we don't, none of us gets to the first place. Maybe one of them do, you know? Can they teach me how to, how to Onyx? <laughs> are, are you essentially uh, like Ivan Dragoing this tournament? Oh, of course. <laughs> That's a Rocky Four <laughs> reference. <laughs> Setting it all up. I don't know. I, th I think that we've got a very good comp for Pokemon Unite, and I feel very solidly that we're going to actually win against some of these people, especially since some of them seem to be just teams of, made of like, oh, hey, like, I'm just, you know, I'm around. Does anyone else know how to play this game? Like, I would love to join in. And, like, it's like, we, we will crush those people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to feel bad I, at all about it. <laughs> I only have one I question. Expectations. Yeah. Do you guys feel united? Oh, I'm feeling united. I'm, I'm feeling like I am part of the horizon. That's We're, not. That's not the. That's not the answer that I wanted. <laughs> We're united until we lose, and then it all I want falls my boys apart. to win. Wow. Uh, other games in games world we got to talk about. Stolen Realm. Uh, is a one to six player turn based strategy meets action RPG slash dungeon crawler looter game <laughs> based on Hexes. Is it roguelike? No. Oh, that's the only thing that's missing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not roguelike, but it does have the map from, uh, uh, like, what's the, um, Hades or Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Oh. It has the, the Slay the Spire map where you choose if you're going to go to an event or a battle or whatever, and then those those branch off. But there is, like, acts and a story. There was a story? Like, wrapped around that. Yeah, remember well, when we skipped the opening cutscene? Oh, yeah, right. The opening cutscene that <laughs> I mistake. didn't ever see. Yeah. yeah. No one saw it. It's a cool game. Uh, one to six players. Um, Caleb backed this like 37 years ago and then told Alex about it, gave it to him for yeah. free, and then the rest of us paid $20 to play with Alex. 
Um, Aaron was so actually Aaron was real butthurt about that when he found out. Alex's like, oh, let's play this game. I, I just found it at random. Like, you know, I mean, okay. Like, <laughs> but it wasn't like that. It, I like independently found it through research when I was trying to figure out what six player co op game we could play. And I came across research. that. And then I went to go look yeah. at it on Steam and it was already in my library. And I was like, why is this game in my library? And then I remembered. <laughs> When you I know, looked, and Caleb also at had least it. you didn't give your friend a free key and they didn't even invite you to play. So there's that. <laughs> I thought you had D&D and then we were playing and nobody was in the D&D channel. And I was like, oh, looks like Caleb didn't have D&D tonight. Wow. What a jerk, Caleb. If I ever wow. buy a game and give you a key, we're going to play together. I want hey, you to know that. At least we discovered your names in the game. Yeah, right. That's great. Caleb, that I was thought, really cool. I, I, uh, I, Keith- I, also, just, just to like roll it back. You know, just like roll it back, like all the way. I I got you after the fall for Christmas because it was on your wish list. Did you, did you ever get it? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't own it. Wow, the difference, you know. Man, I'm gonna start putting my games on Yo, my wish list. Holy crap! <laughs> I I you know like you guys are easy because it's just like hey, you got a wish list. Mm-hmm. Buy a game. Uh, key, key feature about this game it, you can play up to six players and it is turn based combat but it doesn't take forever to get back to your turn because you take your turn simultaneously with everybody else does that mean so you end it's up not interrupting each other a lot um, you do actually, not well yes and no we ran into a couple instances I was playing a healer um, like exclusive sorcerer healer guy support and a support. couple times yeah a couple times people would move and I would be casting a heal at the spot they were at and it would hit the target spot and they would be gone. Yeah. It does require you to actually communicate a little bit. Like I had to learn that every time we started a fight, Aaron was going to cast bless because we were all in the AOE for it when we started. This So I should stop immediately running towards all the enemies because I was a tank and I wanted everybody to come attack me. Uh, I should wait for bless before I go. This sounds like a uh, 30 minutes in and out kind of game. It's very cool. With the level of communication. Uh, There's like eight skill trees and you can mix and match from each skill tree as much as you want. Um, The possibilities for builds seems pretty, pretty cool. I feel I feel like it's a lot less dense than if you went and played something like Divinity Original Sin. Um, It is way more focused on just just fight and getting Mm -hmm. gear. There's Divinity like, Original Sin 1 or 2? 2. Either. There's like no oh, dialogue. Either. There's no... no I mean, there is either. dialogue, but it's mostly just funny quips after you kill everybody. Yeah. One time a bear said, why would you do this as it died? And <laughs> <laughs> flew off in the air. Yeah. Uh, cool game. You guys should check it out. If you haven't played it yet, just go try it. You know, Steam's refund policy is great if you hate a game. <laughs> it's still early access, but it seems like there's a ton of content in there right now. Yeah. It, yeah. Has their policy changed? Because as far nope. as I understand, it's it's within uh, 24 two, hours of purchase, less nope. than two weeks of purchase, two weeks of purchase. or oh, two, two, weeks di- of purchase. two hours of playing. Two hours of playing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Or if you get lucky enough, you could get Battlefield 2077 refund. Or if you're me, you request a refund nine times now, and you get you get denied every time. <laughs> you just own the game now. That's it's that. over. I just I just permanently <laughs> own the game. I'm I'm just Wait, I'm so angry new about battle- it. So the new Battlefield game turned out Garbage. to not be so it great. It is one of the worst reviewed games of all time on Steam. Like wow, bottom hey, five. 
Yo, Alex, remember and that time Halo, where, where you were impressive. like, this is, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. This is going to be what's. It's going to bring Battlefield back. And you were like, just watch the trailer. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about the trailer. <laughs> Me of and so many other people look like banging. thought it was going to be like the classic experience. They're going back nope. to Modern Warfare. They're, they're in the promotional stuff. They were comparing a lot of stuff to like Battlefield 3 and 4. So it looked like it was going back to that style. And it didn't quite pan out mm. i'll say shocker 30 minutes in and out 30 minutes in and out last but not least games realm tiny tina's wonderlands wonderlands yeah. wonderland which one wonderlands. is it? wonderlands 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 more than one wonderland this is a spin-off borderlands game essentially uh they switched up some things it's so you... weird you uh don't have grenades anymore you have spells instead because you're basically mm. in like D D world Bunkers and badasses. Yeah, and it's it's basically an, a, expanding the Borderlands 2 uh, Tiny Tina DLC to be like its own full game. Do they um, actually work like spells, or are they just fake? Yes. Games? No, they yeah, work they, like they spells. They work like spells. Yeah, yes, you've got yes. you've got like a you know shoot a fireball. You've got like a cast a slowing aura around you. Meteor you've storm. Got, yeah, meteor storm. Yeah, uh, electricity uh, stuff like charge up. And snap your fingers and and light things on fire, Royal yeah. Mustang style. You get a lot mm-hmm. of them, and you can switch them out whenever you want. You, the, unless you're playing the spell shot, you can only use one at a time. But it, how many it encourages? Uh, there's six classes, I think. Right? Seems about right. Yeah, it sounds right. They all are pretty different and focus on different things. Melee seems like it's a bigger thing in this game than mm-hmm. Borderlands. You have a dedicated the, melee weapon. Playing yep. the Berserker. Berserker. Does cold damage. <laughs> and you get to spin to win with that guy. Yep. Spin to win. Is it also guns, guns and more guns? Yeah, oh, yeah, tons of guns, modifiers, like the normal Borderlands thing. That, that, that. game's they, flow they, is 100%. Go through a level, pick up guns, look at inventory, walk two more feet, pick up guns, look at inventory, <laughs> walk two more feet, pick up guns, look at inventory. It's just, they got like, some, like, that's just Borderlands in general. They I got some like. more no, like, fantasy-themed weapons. Yeah, that, that is just all of those types of games. So, yeah. It's so much. They, they have a lot it's of a lot. like uh, crossbow-based stuff yep. to, to fit the fantasy theme. Um, Only crossbows, though. I haven't like maybe we haven't gotten far enough in. Yeah, but it seems like that's kind of the only trope. It's well, funny because they have the crossbow shades. stuff and then they also just have like machine guns, sniper rifles. Right. Like it seems weird. <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, it's it's cool, but so far they're doing the, the tiny Tina thing pretty well. There's a pretty memorable moment early on where you're approaching uh, Queen Butt Stallion's castle. And then she, and then Tiny Tina comes on and she's like, oh, yeah, like the skeleton car- army is actually attacking. And then like an, an entire army appears and like trebuchets are firing suddenly. And like and uh, the yeah, the skeleton ships, they're they're showing up, too. And they, they like warp in from the sky and like land in the water next to you. That yeah. kind of stuff, like changing the world as as she sees fit. Mm-hmm. Very That's dynamic. Cool. Fun. Very cool. It um, definitely but, oh, is, sorry, seems, I, it seems a lot more interesting than uh, 
Borderlands 3. Mm. <laughs> so I was curious about. What uh, I, 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 I will also say that um, I haven't uh, said what the fuck is going on more times in a video game within the span of half an hour than playing that game after we got past like the tutorial. Because hmm. then something... that, that shit just took off. Something else that's really cool, I don't know if it's in Borderlands 3, you can choose your difficulty and it doesn't affect the people around you. Oh yeah, that was... That, so was, that is not a thing in Borderlands 3. Yeah, so I'm play, playing on like the hardest difficulty and I can tell because I'm going down left and right and then everybody around me is like, why are you down? <laughs> That's weird. And we're so also you, playing with Ashley. Damage than everyone yeah. else? Or? Yeah, it, it does like, it adjusts your damage output and the damage you take, I think. Yeah, man. Just doing less damage than everybody else in the party for playing on harder difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, yeah, but it it's just... cool though because we're also playing with Ashley, who's not the most experienced video game player, and so right. she could, if if she ever feels like I don't, I'm not actually sure if she's playing on the easiest difficulty or not right now. But if she feels she's like not... she's getting wrecked, she's then she can turn that on. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a neat thing. I also like that they still continued on the uh, uh, cooperation or coopetition. Um, oh, yeah. Dissertation can... as, as far as like, oh, yep, enemy dies, he drops loot, everybody sees the same loot, or everybody gets their own loot, and then everyone kind of shares. Yeah, you can pick whether <laughs> you get individual loot or not. I'm looking at Aaron. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's wrong? Dude's yeah, like I'm a friggin' th- Hoover like a- vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not like I used to be. All right, those are my Diablo days. I'm, I'm a little those past are- those now. Yeah, I don't yeah, see now, it. Now you're in your Lost Ark days, <laughs> where I'm behind everybody all the time. Uh, okay, let's talk about a few things in news realm. First and foremost, if you are in on the Wordle craze, which I know multiple of us in this group are, there are three things you need to know about. That are outside of Wordle. If you're like, oh, I can't. I've done my Wordle for the day. You should also do Hurdle, which is really yeah. cool. It's for audio. It's great. You skip a second, you listen to more of that song. Skip another second, listen to more of that song. You got to guess what the song is. It's fun. It, like Wordle, has problems. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, everything does. But yeah. it's really fun. It's like a nice like single song a day. Go check it out. You want to go into the film realm of that? You go, you go to frame.wtf. And you go guess a movie. You get six frames. Oh, it's incredible! I frames love great. it. I got no problem. Did you get? Did you get? It I'll today? win that. I actually haven't done it today. Can, can you guys uh, link that in the 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 disc? Yeah, it's literally right there. It's literally right there. The disc. Frame.wtf. Uh, it's super fun. Uh, honestly, they do a good job of if you don't get it, they put a very like a, a very easy to recognize frame as the very last frame in almost every single one that they do. Yeah, um, a couple days ago they had the last ones. Yeah, they had Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and the last frame of the guess was Jim Carrey and I don't remember who else is in it, but they're just laying on the ice and it's like a poster for the movie. Very very recognizable. Super fun. If you want Sunshine your brain to freaking mind. melt, if you want it to melt and you want it to <laughs> hurt, you go play Samantle. Yeah. Which is Guessing a the semantically similar words until you find the right word. Yeah, I, I that's am, the best way to describe that. Yeah. I am so bad at that. It's I knew the solution because I heard Alex and Caitlin talking about. It. I knew the solution, attempted it, 
finally gave up and said, what is this? And it was the solution that I already knew. And I was like, wait a second. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Uh, Most oh, of the things guess, are cool. I'm, I'm sure there are. RK sensitive. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's more games out there, but these are the three to try. If you, if you like doing world, you want to try something new. Also in news, uh, between our last podcast and this podcast, our place happened. Mm. Our place. We clearly don't need to describe what our place is for anybody who would listen to this podcast, but there's some crazy stuff that happened. One of my favorites, the uh, Outer Wilds people, they put up their little Outer Wilds logo. And then at some point they had the sun show up and start going red and bubbly in the background. And then they had it go supernova and it blew up everything in the logo. And then they rebuilt the logo later. Super That's good. cool. That's cool. Uh, I, I, I mean, the, uh, the fact that uh, the flags were everywhere and Germany just took over so much was, uh, was interesting. It, it, France was annoying a, at the end. They got a huge area in the lower left that they yeah, just would not. France seed. was annoying. They, would not <laughs> they, they took too much area for themselves, okay? I was also annoyed with the Omori people because they took like three <laughs> separate spots that were like, like pretty big. Like, give up some area for the people, man. No. Hold on to it. The last did, night that it was going did, on. Did I, Star Trek live through? Seems like it. Probably. Well, but that's good. Nobody lived through really well, because true. when they ended it, the last few hours they made it so you could only place a white pixel, and by the time it actually ended, the entire canvas was white. Oh my god, that is cutthroat! <laughs> giant, <laughs> giant internet experiment. On the last night, though, uh, Alex and I started watching streamers, and yeah. they were in like uh, just chatting, showing off the the our place. And there's this, there's this whole storyline, this whole arc of XQC and his logo appearing and people attacking it and then him being like, you know what? We're the abyss now. And we are going to literally put black on everything. We're just going to take everything out. And then he started like yelling at his chat to go to different quadrants and start putting black there. Where to go? He would like take a screenshot, go into paint, draw where he wanted people to go. Um... Meanwhile, Mizkiff was uh, anti-bronies, and so he would he <laughs> constantly was attacking the brony. Uh, multiple of them, Ludwig, XQC, uh, Charlie, uh, just were all complaining that there's scripts and bots happening everywhere, and so that's why like Germany's flag is was always there. Yeah. Um, and like you can tell if you like throw a color there, um, or like just like an off shade of that color to where it's like not noticeable, and instantly it flicks to the the proper color um so a lot of cool cool drama behind that too it's funny and it was alive for what two weeks no, maybe less we're going to the first days, to the fourth right? yeah wow that was yeah. it yeah. holy cow man and somebody somebody made an atlas for it right so you can yep. see what all the different things are yeah, yeah it's like a, it's like the last complete version of our place and everything's labeled you can go hover over anything and i'll tell you what it means there was also Again. somebody that uh that did like a a minecraft build of it that stacked the blocks of all of the different colors 
which I thought was really interesting because you could see like the areas that were like very heavily attacked and defended and why just would... towering over everything oh. else. Why would you build it in Minecraft? I don't know, <laughs> but they built then it in it Minecraft. It becomes like Minecraft. topographical. You can, that's, that's you, can, you can make like 3D topographical maps, dude. Make <laughs> stuff in Minecraft. Like, fuck that shit, dude. Yeah, I, I don't understand why in Minecraft, but the idea of the topograph and being able to to see that I thought was impressive. There are there are so many old people that I work with that I found out <laughs> that that can use PowerPoint, Microsoft oh. PowerPoint for things that it was never intended to be used for. Yeah. I feel like in another like 20, 30 years there's going to be like professional people in like they're the showing STEM off their Minecraft builds. Yeah, yeah, that they're gonna be <laughs> fucking just be like, yeah. So I built this new, uh, this new piece of equipment in like Minecraft. And I want you to check it out. Oh, let me turn on no clip real quick. <laughs> you know, there's and, a... then, and, and then and then just gonna like fly around just and then and like I'm gonna be sitting in the back and be like, you make this shit in CAD, bro. There's a Minecraft project that thousands of people are working on where they're trying to make a scale version of the planet. And like all the major cities are like fully built out to like, oh my gosh, actual scale and everything. Why? Too much. <laughs> Too much. A lot. At some point, I will. I I will never, ever put down projects like that, especially with people that are passionate about it. But at some point, I have to ask for the entire fucking world, which is huge. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's Why an acronym. Not, that's no. That's an acronym. You know what it's short for? What? Why? <laughs> uh last in uh, yeah, cool. news, Lost Ark. So Lost Ark, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lost Ark coming out with an update. Uh, so they are adding in the Glavier, or uh, people are mad about it, and they're calling it the Lance Master because why? Why rename it? Um going to have two pole arms you can switch back and forth between uh it's gonna be cool um they're adding south Vern, which is supposedly from what i heard uh listening to a podcast because i you know i, I listened to a podcast on lost ark one day it is <laughs> the one island that pushed people to 1400 so we'll we'll see some good 1400s here coming with the, the eye level i don't know what that means it's like light level okay very high no i gotcha at level like <laughs> 50 you're around 250 and then you go through a quest get your 302 and then uh you start increasing your your uh, your eye level by honing i almost i almost said light level um yeah so they're they're coming out with southburn ow right uh sorry cad sack they oh. are also coming out later not in the same patch um with the destroyer which is the fourth third fourth Fourth, fourth warrior class. Uh, so you'll have Gunlancer, uh, Berserker, Paladin, Destroyer, Giant Hammer. Looks kind of fun to play. I'm in. Uh, yeah. Um, they're also with the Glavier patch and Southburn coming out with a Phaeton uh, 960 uh, power pass. So you can boost yourself up to 960. When you get to, uh, to Northvern and you get to 50, you get two power passes to where you can get 302 straight away on two characters. And now you're going to have get 604 a third... on one? No. No. 
Oh. <laughs> no. You get 302 on one, 302 on another, and then uh, there's another power pass coming out that's 960 so that you're able to get to end tier two, beginning of tier three content. Probably How many tiers are there? New... Just three tiers right now. Oh. New class, probably. Yeah, so you can... It's, it's basically for, like, people who have started the game here an EU, and they wanted the Lance Master as their main. Lance Master's coming out. Pop that nice. 960 on them. Boom, you're good. It's freaking cat. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Uh, okay, last but not least, let's talk about two things in film world. Number one, very, very highly reviewed show we need to talk about, which is Yellowstone. Sorry, Yellow Jackets. <laughs> yeah. I it's been out for a minute, but I finally got a chance to uh, watch through it all. And uh, holy crap, it is a trip. It is insane. Like I have never saw a show like this before. It started scratching my head, and I was just like, "Oh man, I I have to watch the next episode because I just I don't know what's coming." Uh, and it was it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, for those that don't know, it's about a group of uh, soccer players that crash land there uh, in a plane if their plane crashes and they have to live in the forest and survive and you're like okay yeah like you know typical kind of foresty kind of lord of the flies stuff or whatever but then they're it gets like lost and then it gets like way crazier and there's like fucking supernatural shit happening lost? i yes. mean no, Alex, no. <laughs> what if, like Lost? Okay? What if Just... Lost wasn't uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um 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 bad. Right. Uh oh, fine. Oh. Fine is the word you're looking for. No, no, I think <laughs> I think I know what I think about Lost, and it is just not good. Uh <laughs> Lost is a t not a good show. Is there a smoke monster? And yellow jackets. There is not a smoke monster. Also, in yellow keep jackets. in mind the fact that Lost was one of the first shows that was not a serial or procedural show. So you know they were kind of treading water, or like you know making paths. So yeah, I, they made I, a lot. Of, they, they made a lot of mistakes, but you know it was, it was all right. So so like so all these soccer players are stuck on a deserted island. When the breeze picks uh, up, they're, does they're like one of them Canada. just like fucking drop? They're they're and, like they're grab in their Canada. knee. Canada. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like all of a sudden they're just like ah! Um and it's also interesting because it's told in uh both what's happening to them in current time and then what happened to them back when the plane crashed. Oh, uh, like, so, yeah. like lost. Yeah. So a bunch of them are alive and you're like, okay, how did they become alive? When was this made? Was it made after Lost? Yeah, it just came out. Show. Yeah. Ah, Everything you said about this, this show is in Lost. Except like football players. So like somebody like walks by a banana leaf and then they just like fucking drop. Like... They're just like down. Oh, man. It does have a 100% Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, and they don't you, guys, get up. you guys make fun of this, but it's great. I'm it's not just very fun funny. This. It's just very funny the, the way it, <laughs> it lines it up. so much like Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like the way it's getting pitched. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just funny. Uh, it's very like, highly Oh, how did though. this guy die? Oh, oh yeah, no. It, he, he dropped and laid on the well ground done. until a referee showed up with a red card for the other guy, which was actually just a branch. Uh, but the ref never showed up because they're on a fucking deserted island, and he's is this, uh, to death. Uh, finished, or are they still? 
doing seasons or what? Uh, so uh, it is season one is finished. They're going to be doing a season two, uh, and they said that they might have a, uh, like the writers want to write it out to five seasons, which oh, okay. could happen. How many seasons were in Lost? Like eight or something. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it can't be much more than that because I remember I was sick for a week straight and I binged the entire series it's, in one week. It's six. It's six. Yeah. So is the final episode going to be that it was all a dream? Uh, well, this is why it's not lost. What if it's, it's the not ending to the dream. Sopranos, dude? Uh, maybe. What if, what if the ending of this show? You don't know if it's a actual... dream yet. That's fair. They could, they could <laughs> always bring that up. So this show has a hundred percent from critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's talk about a show that is no freaking where near 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry, a movie. And that is Moonfall. Alex and I, the other night, decided to sit down and watch Moonfall, which, if you know nothing about Moonfall, it's from the same guy who made uh, Roland Emmerich, who made, like, 2012 and... Independence Day, Stargate, uh, Day After Tomorrow. uh, Yeah, all those. Disaster, a lot of disaster movies. All right, it's like so disaster movie. Most God. of the time, he's making a disaster movie that's like, sure, this is like maybe within the realm of like some amount of possibility. I this freaking movie, not even anywhere remotely close. The freaking moon hey, now. is a giant. It is a giant superstructure. The movie that's, is based off of the the actual conspiracy theory that some people believe that the moon is hollow. And a superstructure made by aliens. That's a Dyson oh. sphere with a white dwarf right in the middle. That that is that's the premise of this movie. This disaster movie, by the way. I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> and I the moon... flat earthers were bad, man. Forgive me, any <laughs> listeners that are flat earthers, but if you are a listener with, uh, who believes that the Earth is flat. Don't believe that the Earth is a hollow <laughs> sphere. <laughs> That's a really nice way. Uh, uh, this oh, movie has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you. Yep. 38%. Hot damn, I'm in. 70% audience score, though. And that's how I feel about it. That's because... <laughs> this movie was... I, I quite enjoyed this movie. First of all, it's a bad movie, let me say. It's terrible. It's I a had movie. a blast. Would you, call it, would you call it a B movie? I guess. But like it has a big jazz? budget, though. I don't care how big of a budget it has. The, disa- the disaster is that the moon is falling to Earth, okay? Oh, yeah, wasn't we didn't even so explain that. that. Wasn't there a movie force. with Kirsten Dunst where there was a like celestial body falling towards Earth? I mean, there's a lot of celestial bodies falling towards Earth in cinema. But hmm. this one's no, the moon. I- I mean, celestial bodies, by definition, that does not mean interplanetary, nor intersolar, nor oh intergalactic <laughs> Wait, I, hitchhikers. Was it Armageddon? It's not Armageddon. Okay, that, that's just like a comet, right? Or an asteroid, whatever the term an is. I'm going to get yelled at by Frank. It is an asteroid. This movie is about the moon coming down to Earth. And it does some wild stuff, let me tell you what. There's a scene of men trying to run to a helicopter, and they bounce like they're on the moon. <laughs> they straight up do. Because the gravity's getting messed with. Because, because another thing happens where the moon's gravity 
increases by like 800 times or something. That's not how gravity works! <laughs> <laughs> they they turn up the gravity. Back the, me up on this! That's not how the, gravity works! I'll back listen, you up on that. the sentient thing that's inside of the hollow moon turns up the, the moon's gravity, okay? That's all you gotta... No! It's not a fucking volume knob that you can just be like, oh! And it like, it like, there's a scene where it like lifts the ocean up and like causes huge tsunamis. Dude! And it is Roland just Emmett some wild needs stuff. To, needs to retire, okay? Yeah. It is so cool. No, like, like, we got to the, a point the in the movie where I thought we were reaching the climax. Like they were about to get to the solution. And then we paused for a snack break and a bathroom break, and we had an hour left in that movie still. And I was like, <laughs> what is going to happen in this movie? This is insane. And then it goes places, man. It goes places. Let me tell you what. It is wild. Everybody's also, Jake this movie. Gyllenhaal show also, up. It has some of the best one-liners of any oh, movie man. I have watched in the past False. decade. All right, False. listen. At one point, Halle Berry's character says... The sands in the hourglass are dropping quickly when they're in the middle of like the moon about to crash into the planet. And she's just talking about how they're like, she like dramatically it, turns to the <laughs> other character and she's like, the sands of the hourglass are dropping quickly. And I'm like, what wow. Okay. Actually, like most of her dialogue was God awful. I don't so know who bad. wrote her character. Oh, suddenly in 2022 people discover Halle Berry is a terrible actress <laughs> I don't know if she's bad it seemed like her writing was bad yo you ever seen Catwoman Swordfish <laughs> Yeah. like there was redeeming uh, qualities to Halle Berry and Swordfish but it sure as hell was not her Oscar worthy performance <laughs> can't say the same for Hugh Jackman either what nor John Travolta <laughs> In this, in this LA Times review of the movie, the guy says, I suspect that the science behind some of these develops, developments is less than 100% sound. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> oh, the sound is moving quicker. The part where the moon is, is like going scraping. around the earth, rapidly scraping the surface, and then... <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> What? It's not, it was like it's not, it was like it was like a cheese grater going along the outside of the planet, just scraping it off. This it's not me of the part of H three H three podcasts where Trisha basically says, "You know, we have a problem. Why did people invent gravity?" And then Ethan's like, "What are you talking? What are you talking about?" And she's like, "If gravity wasn't invented, like we'd be fine. Like like things wouldn't like." All to the earth as fast and like we'd be fine and he's like you're not actually saying this right and she was 100 percent being real and so it she de- she made this movie right that, that's what i'm trying to say Pretty she much. made this movie no right? that hurts a lot no dude i'm sure they're like do you want to get some sort retire. of like scientist consultant on this and Roland emmerich was like nah i'm just gonna make something cool nah, i'm just gonna get leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio because he no, was in I- that don't look up movie I like Chad's theory where they just they get somebody involved in this movie that just like totally believes this is a possibility. They had the guys from like Behind the Curve, the Flat Earth documentary, at the very end of that at that documentary, and they're like, "All right, if the light goes through the center card and it hits right in the middle of the other card, then we know the Earth is flat." And they do it, and the lights towards the top, and they're like, "Just something's wrong with the experiment, guys. That's it. That's, that's, that totally explains it." 
Maybe the nothing heavenly else. Ra- heavenly rays, dude. Oh my gosh, awesome. let's not even get into the heavenly the heavenly rays. Oh. I, I nothing triggers me quicker uh, <laughs> than uh, flat heavenly rays. <laughs> uh, however. In this absolutely wonderful podcast that we've uh, been on for a hot minute, I didn't realize that there was another thing out there that could trigger me even quicker. And that is that is a hollow moon. <laughs> All of you people the movie, are rubes. In the movie, the conspiracy <laughs> theorist it. was like, uh, how do you not think that the, the moon was like made by something? It's exactly... 400 times smaller oh my and 400 God. times somebody, closer somebody shoot than that, the sun. <laughs> oh, like, dude, the people only, are going to watch this movie and think he that's was like, for real. He was like, I know they were. <laughs> the only way eclipses work is because the moon is exactly 400 times smaller and 400 times closer to Earth than the sun. It's not like, that's, not, that's not a mistake. <laughs> that's not how... <laughs> All right, on that note, uh, if you believe in Flat Earth, just don't. If you believe in a hollow moon, <laughs> just, just don't. Just don't. But you can go watch Moonfall. Get a good laugh. And if you do believe in it, I'll be at your doorstep. <laughs> I believe in I the hollow like Earth. I feel like if you believe in Flat Earth, you need to believe in the version that, like, the there's the ice crest around the outskirts yes. of the Earth. There's, like, more continents. There's a tunnel that, like, at Antarctica that leads to the underground of Earth and Hitler's down there with his Nazi oh, pals God. and they're they're about to uh they're 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 regrouping yeah. and they're yeah. about to come out and take over Earth. Yeah. Iron yeah. Sky is a documentary. Iron <laughs> yeah. Sky is a documentary. <laughs> or Man in the High Castle, whichever you Man in the High do. Castle, that's right. Oh, all right. Well, join us back in uh, two weeks when we watch some other dumb movie. But also, because in two weeks, we're going to have our pre-pep podcast. First time in two years. Very excited about that. Sorry. Yeah, pre-pep, not pre-pup. Pre-pep. Yep. Pre-PAX East podcast. We will all be gone next uh, in in two weeks for PAX East. Uh, Our podcast will still be going live that Thursday, so make sure you tune back in then. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Frank Rice, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. You can also check out our new series, The Discordant Signal, a multi-arc Starfinder adventure, live on Twitch every Monday at 8 p.m. and then out on YouTube and whatever podcasting app you are using at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.